This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Let's read from our text, Luke chapter 10 verse 19. Spiritual authority. How many people have been exercising spiritual authority? Behold, I give you power. Everybody say power. power. For what? In other words, the better translation for the word power is actually authority. I give you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions. And again, over what? Say it as if you believe it. How many? Are you sure? And what? What does it mean on nothing? (laughs) Hallelujah. Who is talking here? Let's read the second place. Mark 16, 17. Before we take our seats. I give you authority to tread upon serpents and scorpions. So wherever I see the power of the enemy, it is for me a walkover. Something to step on, not something to fear. And this sign shall follow them that believe. In my name, they shall cast out devils. Say amen to that. Spiritual authority is based on two things. Who is giving the authority? And who is receiving the authority? Who is the one authorizing and who is the one being authorized? Ah, Can I have your seat? God bless you. Hallelujah. The scope of the authority will go as far as the giver of the authority. Then the person exercising the authority will be according to or to the extent to which the giver authorizes the person to use the authority. In every nation on earth, you have different squads to carry out authority in that sense, to exercise. Even in America, policemen are not of the same rank. You have FBI, you have CIA, you have all sorts. In Nigeria, there are police that you see and you don't stop because they can't stop you. The way they look, there are some of them in this area. They just hold that pistol and they say, stop, stop, stop. If you don't, people just pass them. But there are some that when you see them and they tell you to stop. <laughs> A few times when I saw real chaos on the express, when they brought soldiers, everybody lined up in no time. Because number one, soldiers don't collect bribe. Like, at least I don't know. <laughs> they are not supposed to stand around and be collecting. You see, I'm saying that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> people have lost their respect for police in some countries. You know the countries I'm talking about, some countries. Because of. But when you see some other ones, 
That means the receiver of the authority. There is a way the receiver can appear and then the authority can be despised. And this is where we want to go today. So in that of apostle, so it's possible. That means if you ever exercise authority and nothing is happening, there are questions to ask. Because Jesus did not create any doubts or he didn't make any conditional statements. He did not say that they, they should obey. And the nature of authority is what you see in a man called Centurion in Matthew chapter 8 verse 9. He said, I'm a man under authority. I say to this, go, and he goes. That means anybody that is genuinely a man of authority, when you say something should go, it should go. This is what that makes sense to understand. I see, he just told Jesus that, sir, why are you trying to come to my house? The, the distance, then you trek into my house. You don't need to come. I am a military man. I understand spiritual authority. When you have it, acrobatics are not needed. You don't even need your presence. The president doesn't go around houses to arrest people. See that go and arrest also possible. There are those who will carry out the order. That's authority. I get what I'm saying. Now, <laughs> centurion, because he was a soldier with hundred soldiers under him. That's mean of centurion. Century hundred, hundred soldiers under him. And then he said that I'm a man of authority. There has never been a time in our military division when I said to somebody, Go, and he says, I'm not going. And there has never been an occasion where I said to somebody, come. And he said, I'm not coming. So based on that, Jesus, I know, if you have spiritual authority, when you say to that demon sitting on my daughter or the servant, go, the demon will go. Because in the language of authority, authority is irresistible. So that fell the man's faith. He just said, wait a minute, why are we bringing a teacher to come to my house? I've been a soldier for years. There has never been a time that I said to a servant, come. And the recruit said, I'm sorry, I'm not coming. And I've never said to anyone, including a child in the Roman Empire, including telling a young girl soldier to go and die. He cannot say, excuse me, sir. Ah, are you okay, major? <laughs> you have to. So he said, based on that, I am looking at this man they call Jesus. You have spiritual authority. When you say to death, go, death has to go. When you say to sickness, go, it has to go. When you say to bless it come, it has to come. He says, so you know what? Just speak. That means authority is demonstrated by speaking. I told you something. Put it at your right, left, and we'll come back to it later. I just want to say it. Just a statement. In the realm of the spirit, you don't pick things with your hand. You pick things with your mouth. Your mouth is your spiritual hand. So take something in the spirit is just to say something. But let's leave that for now. Are you getting what I'm saying? Adonai. Are you, are you with me? So that's the nature of authority. But then, in Acts of Apostles, Acts chapter 19, I want, to call, I want to call your attention to some guys, a bunch of friendly fellows. They are called sons of Skeva. What verse is that? Acts 19. And there were several sons. Let's start from verse 12. 
So from his body, let's start from 11. It looks like, and God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul. Next verse. So that from his body were brought unto the sick handkerchiefs and aprons. We'll explain that another day. Material things can always carry the anointing. Material things can always carry the anointing. I wanted to pray for my father and I was led, you know, he had uh, post-trick and, and then he, because of that I couldn't, I, I wanted to pray and I was led that, no, pray over and I can't, Joshua was with me, went to his room together, I was lying down on the bed there, I never seen my father like that before. And I just asked my mom, do you have any handkerchief here? That was what I was led to do and I prayed and I said that, I just dropped it on him and I said, don't let the handkerchief leave your bed at any time. He took all the way God to Lagos. As soon as we left, he just left off. He said, so this, and my father goes to say, I said, this is how the anointing works? <laughs> and now, 77, the thing disappeared. He began to shrink. He didn't need surgery. Well, now he drives around. He drives himself around. He's probably watching the service today. So he's not a member of our church. So there's so it, it, it's, an, it's a top shot in Sele. So there are no fabrications here. I'm just telling you. We will rise. First service, I spoke about the first assignment of those people to direct you to the word of God. Seeking the Holy Spirit without seeking the word is error. Please listen to that message. Begin. The all you have, all the answers you are waiting for, they are inside the Bible. The Holy Spirit will start talking to you the day you start taking Bible seriously. Because first of all, he must exhort it is written before he can tell you any other thing. But that's not our... Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. No matter what flaws in your life, the Lord is not here to destroy you for that flaw. But he wants to help you fix it. And there are answers in God's word. But that's not. We continue that one for service next week. So handkerchiefs were taken from Paul. When the handkerchiefs are held in faith, an anointing goes. And I don't know for some reason, anointing might not go into a wood. It's not that it cannot go, but that really happens. It's like a cloth. And if you see the consistency of a cloth, Jesus's hem of his garment, they will touch and they will be made whole. And then Saul told the M of garment to Samuel, and he lost his kingdom. When he told his case, Samuel just told him, I said, Did you just tell my skirt that, that your kingdom is torn away from you? So, garments represent something. Because garment is a spiritual thing. In the realm of the spirit, now everybody now, you don't wear the same garment. And so, wear your garment in the spirit, so shall people deal with you. When you have everybody like rejecting your opportunity, not come. You are wearing a cloth in the spirit that is dirty and that is repelling people. Joshua chapter 1. Sorry, Zechariah chapter 2 and chapter 3. Joshua, the high priest, was standing by in a filthy garment and Satan was accusing him. There is a garment that you wear in the spirit. When you wear it, all that trails will be accusations here and there. People will just not like you. They will not just give you an opportunity in life. You wonder why. No matter what you try to do, you try to bribe people to be your friend, the differential will not work. It is because the spirit realm, they reign over the natural. And what you wear there is what will reflect in your natural life. But that's not our uh, direction today. Are you following me? Yes, sir. That was as soon as Joseph came out of the priest. The first thing he did was to change his garments. Yes. When Jesus wanted to die, he must remove the old garment. They had to 
And when he died, they veil in the temple, they cut in torn into two. God is always tearing garments and giving another garment. He's always doing that. Anytime they honor somebody in the Old Testament, the first thing they will do is to, they will change their garments. Give them a rope befitting the level they have just put them. And it's very scriptural. The father loved Joseph and bought him coat of many colors. The day the brother got hold of him and sold him, they first removed the clothes and put blood on the clothes. From that day, he was separated from the father and he went straight to the prison. Or to Potiphar's father, then to the prison. Because the clothes that the father puts on him are many colors. When you have a clothes of many colors, people will just love you. You will be dynamic in your waist, but you will be hated by your brethren. In other words, clothes of many colors, it breeds envy from those who do what you want to do. Because somehow, everywhere you turn, favor will always announce you. And favor is not very nice. Favor attracts jealousy and envy. You get to a company in less than one year, everybody knows your name. The boss can't do anything without you. The other colleagues there, be careful, they will crucify you. Did I just talk to somebody now? <laughs> as good as favor, that's the problem. You don't struggle to get things. You show up in a place, everybody just turn their attention to you. Have you met people like that before? Everybody just like them and everything. You make it look like others are laboring in vain. <laughs> and they just begin to hate you. It's true. Joseph's brother, I mean, they sold the guy. The way they wanted to kill him. So God had intervened. Because killing you will make others now feel okay. We've done this interview seven times. We've not passed. You pass once. So when we kill you, let all of us go back to seven times. That's what they want. <laughs> when you pray for favor, pray for divine protection also. <laughs> Hallelujah. This is why, see, Bible says you should be as harmless as dove, but be wise as serpent. In this world, if you're only as harmless as dough, they'll use you for pepper soup. You must, you must also be as smart. It's very important. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Did you hear what I just said now? Yes, okay. Let's continue with that out of apostle. We are going down that scripture. I just want to show you something. So, handkerchiefs were taken from Paul and people got healed. But that's not where we are going. Please go back to Acts chapter 19. Whatever we stop, whether verse, verse 12 now or 13, which one are we now? Now, verse 13. Now, yes, remember, then certain of the vagabond, <laughs> the Bible is very interesting, of the, they were Jews, exorcists, took it upon them, took upon themselves to call over them which had evil spirit, the name of the Lord Jesus. They got the name right. I want to call your attention to something, so that's why we are sharing this, saying, we adjure you by Jesus, whom Paul preached. Mistake. Not Jesus that we know. They saw how Paul was casting out devils free of charge. So they to gather some people with evil spirits and said, now they saw a radical demonstration of spiritual authority by Paul. But they got the first leg right. They did not understand that authority must be on two legs. Most of the things are on two legs like man. First leg. Who is giving the authority? The Lord Jesus. 
O conquer Satan. His authority extends to what Philippians 2 says about him. Wherefore God has highly exalted him and he has given him a name that, that above number one, anything that has a name is under Jesus. There are dimensions of the name of Jesus. Every new, not most, of things in heaven, Shamalakizo, anything under the throne of God, anything, the name commands their respect. Of things on earth, and then the Bible didn't stop there. Of things under the earth, you see, in heaven, the highest level in heaven is the throne of God. Nothing is higher than the throne. So when Lucifer said in Isaiah 14 and Ezekiel 28, I will exalt myself above the throne of the most high. God said that you are going down. Nobody goes beyond this level. I am the most high. So my throne is the highest. So the Bible says that for the name of Jesus, of things in heaven, that means apart from Papa God himself, from his throne down in heaven, where angels, cherubim, living creatures, seraphim, whatever you are, archangel, you must bow at the mention of the name. Then he said on earth, there are kings, there are, wherever there are men on earth, regardless of the caliber of the authority they carry, the name of Jesus, they must bow. Then the Bible says, in heaven, on earth, and where is the last place? Under the earth, because there are beings under the earth. I told you, Jude chapter 1, the Bible says, angels that kept not their former estate are reserved in chain under darkness till the time of judgment. So it's not all fallen angels that are on earth already. Some angels, the wonders led to women in Genesis, they were arrested and put in chain. They are under the ground. There are five compartments under the ground. Under the ground, you have hell fire. It's under the ground. Hell fire is different from lake of fire. Lake of fire will be the final place where even hell itself will be thrown into lake of fire. Revelation says that, that death and hell were cast into lake of fire. Then you have what you call prison under the ground. What they call Tartarus. Then you have Hades under the ground. And then you have uh, Sheol under the ground. And then one more. Paradise, Abraham's bosom used to be there also. But the deepest part of this place, all these places, is where you call pits or prison. That is where God lock up those angels. When the rapture happens and we go, they shall be released on that. I feel sorry. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, when the saints go marching. Oh, when the saints go marching in. Oh, Lord, I want to be in the number. Those days will be brutal for men on earth. These guys are coming out in anger. They've been bound before man since the beginning of creation when they came down. And you want to know how powerful these guys are for God to put chains upon chains on them and they are there in the prison. Then there is the pit. Pit has demons right now. Not all demons are on earth also. Every, every perversion legalized by men, every ritual, every bloodshed, what happens is that you open more vents for demons to come on earth. There are more demons on earth right now than 100 years ago. As men yield and go into rebellion against God, as men get into some double, it's on spirit world, opposite of God, you open door for demons to infect the earth more and more. They come, they infest the place, they keep coming. 
So there are more. That's why rebellion, perversion, they are multiplying. The numbers of demons are multiplying. And it will continue. When the trumpet sounds, all of them shall be let loose on earth. But then the Bible said that the name of Jesus. Why? Remember, you, you came from heaven to earth. Jesus came from above. He came here. Now, for his authority to extend beyond here, he did not stop here. So when he died, Jesus was actually taken to that same prison. I, uh, I don't want to, you know, I talk about this a lot during Easter. And I would like to show you Bible passages. It was, when he said, when he died, when he said, Father, into your hand, I commit my spirit, zoom. The episode on earth ended. When he became baby inside Mary, Mary's womb, the episode in heaven ended. The Bible says, and the word, John chapter 1, became flesh and dwelt among us. The day he became flesh, his episode in heaven ended. When he became flesh, the day he died, the episode on earth ended. Then he went there. As soon as he closed sight, the spirits underground captured him. He became the substitute for man's sin and he went to where the rebellious spirit went to. So he was there. That was why the Bible says in Colossians 1 that having spoiled principalities and power, he made sure of them openly. That didn't happen or not. Then if you read the original translation, it says that a true of himself, principalities and power. When he died on the cross, there was no precise sitting on his head. But when they got to that place, they locked him in chain also and they stood upon him. That he said he would resurrect, it will not happen. But the Holy Ghost invaded hell on the third day. That's what the Bible said that if the spirit of him that raised Christ, Romans 8, something happened on the third day that the Son of God just jacked back to life. <laughs> That's the meaning of Ephesians 4 that he led captivity captive. These were guys capturing men before. Jesus captured captivity. That didn't happen or not. He didn't capture anybody or not. But when they died, that chain they put on him, he took it and he put it on them. And then he paraded them. Meaning that now recognize all, all around the world, every realm of existence. Human realm, spirit realm, from the throne of God to the earth, to the prison, the, to the pit, the lowest place. I have conquered all. And my jurisdiction extends to. So at the mention of his name, those guys saw what he did to them. They better bow. So the one giving the authority is perfect in all his ways. And the authority is superb. But the second leg is where the issue is. Who is exercising the authority? So these guys said they felt that, well, since Jesus did all that, we should be able to use his name. But he said, number one, they never believed in Jesus. They just wanted to try his name. The Bible said that the evil spirits, man. Oh. <laughs> the guy beats a pounce on them. The Bible said they fled naked. They underestimated the power of one demon. One demon can beat 70 men. That's very, you know, I told you before, uh, somehow it turned out to be that I didn't know much about God, even though I used to go to church, you know, growing up, but my parents would make us pray every day. But I didn't see too much. Well, I saw a bit of supernatural among our prophets in the church then, the church I was there. But I saw more when I was about 9, 10, 11. 
The other way we live before my father built and went to his house. When we were living before, a secondary school they will be doing in town sports. And it just will be a time to show power and might. I mean, you see young boys with all kinds of charms. With my eyes, I have seen where they will come and meet somebody. Can you imagine somebody with axe and asking somebody into swell and go back and no mark? And we say, try it again. I was watching one day when a taller boy was beating the boy. The boy just put his hand in the pocket and put a ring there. Hit the boy once, saliva, white stuff, and he was conversing on the ground. And everybody was begging the boy. Then he told him to go and bring water. I put the water in his mouth and spilled it on the guy. And the guy became one. I said, never in your life. That one ran. It just showed him that beyond the realm of man. Imagine, because my house was not far from so we saw all these things. We'll go to markets in Abiyokuta there. You will see my school doing magic right before your eyes. They will stand before you and disappear. And they will start coming from that place. Within a minute. So I so as a young boy, I already knew that power is real. Spiritual power. Only that that of the Satan was the one that was <laughs> I was seeing around. I didn't see any Christian to demonstrate the power of God. That's why when people start doubting, that can never happen to me. So of us, God will ask me, what if you, if I try to doubt, I will be lying. To, I have seen too many things to start denying. So it's I mean it's, it's, it's like even if I was not a Christian, it would be difficult for me to deny the spirit realm. I've seen too many things. To now say that this doesn't exist, all this, no, it's not possible. Because I've seen too many things. I was part of my football team when I was in primary six. We had a boy in my class, Aminu. Aminu told me that the father made a jazz for him. He was not a very good player, but our coach had to force him to enter the team. He told the coach that if this ring is on my feet and I, put, I wear a boot on it, that anybody I tackle with fall, anybody, say once the ball is with me, anybody that comes close, they will just tumble and fall down. And he said, if anybody trying to dribble me, once the ball gets to a certain range, he said the person will just fall down and I will take the ball. And he did right before all our eyes. He put the ring up. Everyone that attended to mark him, they will just, something will just make them, they will just fall down. I'll be wondering, why am I falling down? Over and over again. He put his leg on the ball like this. So he tried, tried to kick it. Everybody that tried. Yeah. These are young boys playing with. <laughs> but you see, Satan is into display. That will impress some people. That's nothing. That's just a trick. It's a power of Satan, but that is low. Hallelujah. Thank you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I was driving past my estate. There was a dispute over a house and they put sacrifice blood and some of those things. So the guy that was occupying the place ran away. I just said to myself, put this at my door. We kick it freely. I won't even pray. We've seen too many of that. How many times I told you the former venue when somebody came to put something within the church premises. I mean, I didn't even call attention. But I just told them, I made the security and they were showing me. I kicked everything, picked in my hand and trashed the whole thing. And when they were sure, went to the office. So I start panicking because I give you authority yeah. over all the powers of the enemy and nothing. If throwing away those things they put in the combat, 
if I feel any hurt around me, then I, I ought to challenge God. Then why am I standing before you preaching? Nothing shall by enemies. So we cannot be searching chairs. Did they put anything on it? Put it and die. Because some people will sit on it and nothing will happen to them. They will just note that there's something on this and throw it away. That's all. Light masters darkness. Aye. <laughs> oh Lord, let me end. Are you getting what I'm saying? They said, Paul, Jesus. So they to say, in the name of Jesus Christ, that Paul, ah, uh, and let's look at what that guy told them. The second leg was missing, so he dealt with them. I have seen a girl possessed in my second school that they pray flinging men. And I've seen some talking, one talking in real baritone voice. Say, I'm not coming out. So my friend and I were praying together. I remember that I don't mention sure. So he looked at said, so he gave bent down. She was like, she was born, I'm not coming down. So my friend bent to look at the face. She just gave my friend upper court. Boss. Ah. From that day, I told my friend the Bible says, watch and pray. That we must pray watching. You know, secondary, we, we saw these things as well as well as secondary school. Hallelujah. Are you with me? <laughs> and the man in whom the spirit, no, no, go back. He answered them, verse 15, before he jumped on them. And I love the answer I gave. The evil spirit. Now it was not the man. Later it was the man that jumped on them. But now it was the spirit inside the man that spoke first. And the spirit answered and said, Jesus, I know. Ah, Paul. <laughs> Even though federal government has given authority to police or to soldier, but if an individual one comes to your house, you will see us for the identity. That is what is happening here. So even though let's say we know that police have they have the authorization by the government to arrest the person, they have or they have the or their orders they can stop your car and ask you to come down. But if in the night one is trying to stop you and he has no badge, he has no ID card, he's not wearing uniform, you can mistake it for armed robber, and you'll be wise enough not to stop. I'm like, excuse me, there's nothing showing that you are a police. Yes. Or guard the top, federal government has given police authority to search. We know around this time, around this era, you search. But you that you are searching tonight, you have no badge, your name is not there, and I just asked for your ID card. You are even doing Nigeria, you don't ask all those things. Because one might just respond with a slap, or your persecution will multiply. And so by the time you ask for his ID card that you spent three hours there, then they take your car, or he might even cock gun. Say, I asked if I had the card. <laughs> One of my friends, when we said, when we in UI at Ojota, he came there, was doing UI student. He said, Doctor, he said, I know my right in the constitution. The police gave left hand. When the slap entered, he saw the colors of star. The police said, Go and bring the constitution. The guy just stood there. <laughs> After that, he called the guy. He said, I will shoot you now that you and your constitution will die here. <laughs> so another woman in the bus told him, but he better shut up. That constitution will kill you. <laughs> you know that some things are just on paper here. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> you know, I feel for what people go through in buses, and one of the ways in which you can live above all those things in Nigeria, I have a very flashy car. 
It's a tip. They respect us. If they stop your attorneys to beg for money, they will start from the beginning. Oh, yes, sir. Anything for the boys. Yes. I know people drive very exotic car. In the last four years, they've never asked them for anything. When they, saw, when they stopped them at all, they would just start begging, oh, God, we did here for money now. When they see all those people who are living from mouth to mouth, managing a rugged car, see, there is oppression here. And oppressors, they like to oppress those who are already oppressed. Have you been to an office where when Gateman we arrest day later only to see the MD is a very nice man? But the guy looks at you, he sizes you up. And that's what they do. Pastor David used to be a now in Canada when they gave out to their second child. We live in the same estate. So I just took a stroll with Pastor Abby and one lady staying with her. We decided to go. So they are street, the same estate. At the gate of their own street, that, that was how this man started. Oh, there was no harassment. He said, What is the number of the house? Now, it was a see through gate. I said, I don't know the number, but that is the house. The guy's name is Akifewa. I come here almost every week. We used to play long tennis. Now, that's the house. I said, that house there. I said, his neighbor is coming. Mr. Denny. I told the guy everything. And he knew them. He said, but what's the number? I said, you don't cram a number of a place that you know. I said, me and him pay for the... I was there when he was paying for this. I said, so I, I come every now and then. I will not even know your face. I knew the guy. He said, no. So we had to call Pastor David on phone. So he was angry. He came out and began to guy say, hey, Why are you looking for me? We must, we must do our job. The following morning, I forgot something in the house. So I was coming to office. I just started to go see the same. Let me just stop by. So I was already driving. The guy put two hands up in the air. <laughs> Welcome, sir. So I passed. Honestly, I wanted to stop. Oh, no, I thought you must remind us that you're a child of God. I, I, I said, <laughs> now, no question, no nothing. Yeah. Reverend Sam said that in his own next day, so that he thought they were greeting him because his face was popular as they start pastor. That they would just stand up, yes, sir. He said, so one day, the car broke down, so he had to take a smaller car. They stopped him at the guy. Hey, where are you going to? He said, he said, that was there. He realized that, oh, they don't know me. Yeah, it is the car. <laughs> you know our country is wonderful <laughs> it is a crime here to be poor I, I, I've noticed that long and I, I those who are be, now they call some powerpoint will say, I have no apology for preacher, but the truth of the matter in Nigeria is that if you are poor you'll be oppressed period that's all hallelujah Yes. So you want to collect visa? They tell you right now there are VIPs. It's legal. You pay so you don't go through queue. That's how. Either you have the power of God, because God will always make a way. Last time I was renewing my UK stop. That was what they did. We paid for so in two days. In two days, they told me come and pick up my visa. In two days. I don't want to tell you how much I paid. Because I, we had meetings all around, so I wasn't going to be waiting. And see, it was on their website that you could pay uh, some amount. And then they, so, just to be on Monday by Thursday or so, the whole thing was ready. And when, <laughs> when I went there, so the money covered, going, you know the way they would do, when it's time to come, they will make you feel good. Now, to come and pick up, and I saw you, ah, 
I told the guy that, so I went to the office and I explained there that I pay for priority. I said that till <laughs> submission and everything. We bought pickup in general. I don't know, one of the protocol guys was with me that we we're going to preach in another city in Ibadan. And we're there. <sighs> I said, Lord. I first said, let's go and come back under there. So the guy called me and said, sir, you can write a letter, put your letterhead on it, put your stamp on it. They can pick it up for you, anybody. So I said, I will do that. Then I just felt that we're already here. So let me just go and try. So I went to the front. I wanted to ask the guy at the gates. Now look, um, I just wanted to ask two things. Are you sure that priority people will have to kill or number? So as I was talking to one guy, he just looked at her. I said, I'm the pastor of Household of David. I've been to your church once. He said, well, me and my wife, but my wife is not here. She said she's supposed to join me on the queue, but she's not here. He said, so I have to slow. He said, come and stand before me. I said, I'm a gentleman. I know all this queue I'm seeing. You know, when God favors people, we hate you. I told you about driver's license last week. And so they, they, so I was like, I don't want Wala. That look, he said, sir, if she comes now, she's going to stand there. She's not here. And I'm offering you a space that nobody can. So I joined. Of course, Satan entered one guy. From the back, he was coming. You know, said, right, why? But before he got to me, someone's wife just came also and joined. So he started with the woman, Madam, you've not been here before. Everybody just turned to the guy that excuse me. It's his wife. They said they are picking for both of them and for their children. So his wife should go and stand. He said the man represented. He said, but it's only the man that has been. He said, now his wife has come and she must join. So everybody started shouting, what kind of man are you? Now, uh, let his wife join now. So he kept quiet. So he was looking at me. <laughs> but everybody, had, because of what he had heard. <laughs> so I said, Lord, thank you. You. <laughs> You just occupied him and gave him some. <laughs> so I came in and so when I picked and I was going out, so if I mean I just saw the guy again. So I asked him that, oh, did they give you the visa? He said no. Ah. I came down. I was very driving, so I came down from there and I said that come. This is the last time you will apply that they will say no. And I said it by the Holy Spirit. I just said it by faith. I told him that don't worry. Next time. This is the last note you will receive. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. Mm. Oh, thank you. Let's end it here. <laughs> Spiritual authority. Give me that uh, verse. So he said, Paul, Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. Now, this is the issue. What made spirits to know Paul? Was it that Paul was praying extra prayer that if we don't pray like that, no. Paul recognized the authority that Christ has given him and he was a man under authority. If a police is not a true police, after a while, he himself will be arrested. Number two, a police cannot operate beyond his jurisdiction. For instance, a Nigerian police cannot go and arrest somebody in Ghana in the name of Nigerian police. A scope of authority. Now, where I want to start from next week, we grow in our awareness and our ability to exercise authority. And we grow by revelation. Now, in the realm of the spirit, every demon should obey you. Once you have come to accept Jesus as your Lord, that gives you the badge. It is impossible for an evil spirit to say to you 
that Jesus, I know, I don't know you. But it says, spirit can play tricks. A demon can actually ask you that, who are you? Your answer should not be on any other thing that I've been a Christian for 30 years, I fasted for seven days. The only answer is that you are blood washed. I am in Christ. Being in Christ gives you the badge to dislodge any spirits. But in some cases, there are hierarchies. And when it comes to hierarchies, how they recognize your level. Everybody here, this is where we hope to pick it up from next week. Spiritually, every time you are illuminated, like as I'm sharing with you now, those who are accepting this word, anytime you receive a revelation from God's word, you glow in the spirit. The more you receive, the more you glow. When God takes you to heaven, how you recognize people of different authorities that brightness are not the same. Oh, yeah. Is somebody hearing me? Some people in heaven shine bright more than other people. And the, the, the level of their brilliance, the shining, depends on proximity between you and Jesus Christ. The closest to people to Jesus will actually outshine every other person. In heaven, even every there are cadres, the more the closer you are to the throne of grace, the more the light of God that is coming will shine through you. Now, when you begin to about the entrance of the word, give it what? Anytime you receive a revelation from God's word, light, your light goes to another level. When you do it again, it goes to another level. So, Isaiah 60 says, Arise, shine, for thy light is come. He said, Gentiles will come to your light, but kings, they won't come to your light. They will come to the brightness. So, there is a light that is strong enough to compel Gentiles. But there is a higher light. That is the one that can compel kings. Now, in dislodging spirits, you can address any demon around. They can leave your family alone. But see, but when it comes to territorial spirits, there must be some kind of authority. That's why we have fivefold ministry. Let's rise. Let's stop there today. Hallelujah. Some have grown to a level where they can address spirits over a nation. That's why I don't encourage a baby Christian going to be saying that priests of Nigeria arrest you. <laughs> Have you heard of missionaries going to a village to go and evangelize? They both capsized and they all died. I've heard stories like that. It is part of what I just shared now. A police in Nigeria cannot, in the school of authority, if you exercise it where you are not sent, it might backfire. But you are sent to address things in your life. But when it comes to other things, it must be according to your rank and your, the leading of the Holy Spirit. Right now, there are men of God who have authority over nations. There are those who have authority over cities. And as those who have authority only over their congregation. And you must know your level so that you don't die prematurely. Because as you grow, your authority increases. And after a while, you can actually have authority over nations. Yes. You see, men like Lester Sumra. <laughs> when we go to a pastor, and I told you some of the things that Lester Sumra did, you dare not. He was a very rugged man. Lester Sumra was once between Guswa, all of them passed the anointing to most of the way they were going. I mean, they prayed for the, the level of grace on this old man. It's late now. You know, <laughs> Lester Sumra entered the country. As he came down from the plane that evening, in all churches around the airport area and the old city, miracles were happening and demons were leaving people's body. Pastors gathered and started saying that revival has happened. And somebody told that no, he said no. He said because Lester Sumra is in town. Picture it this way: 
were passing this road some days ago and they were having a party with police around. And I told the person beside me that, ah, he said, maybe the president said, hey, no, this can't be precedent. The level of soldiers I'm seeing and police is not up to when the president is around. A president comes here now to anywhere in Nagidingbe. You will see soldiers even here at the front here. A governor does not have that level of. Now, local government chairman. Now, councillor. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. They, when Bill Clinton, which American president, came to Nigeria, the way he stayed in Abuja, they took over everywhere in that area. From the moment you are driving into Abuja, you could tell the American president was in Nigeria. So, the same thing happens in the spirit realm. There are men of God, when they come, it's like a councillor. Two policemen to guide them in the spirit and be sure nothing happens to them and some other things. But when some people, when they show up, by the virtue of the work with God, the entourage will overwhelm the evil spirit around. So they all have to leave town until the man leaves. It is true. Yes. Because just like you see it in the physical, based on your level with God, it, that will determine how much of this spirit we call angels that are working with you. Yes. So when they show up, a host will show up with them. And they choke evil spirits. So when they are around, spirits will leave. They don't make anybody to be born again or demons in people personally. But the whole environment, the spirit will sense that a high authority is around. You get what I've just said now? Yes. So people can visit your house without saying a word. Demon of poverty will just leave. Force of darkness, the family will just leave. Everything will just leave. Yes. The only way I was staying before, Pastor, everybody came to do breakfast. The early morning, the woman, I know what I saw. The house was painted the color of redeem, green and white. For a long time, green. That particular green, redeem, redeem color. So one day, very old woman, she was one of the pioneering members of redeem. Said, she just told her about in camp one day, Daddy, you've never been to my house before. And I've been redeemed maybe for over 30, 5, 30, 40 years. About the way told her that I will come and do morning devotion. So one early in the morning, Honorable just I don't announce, but you can just tell one or two landlords. I'll show you. She told the neighbors, just about five landlords, so they were around. This boy was an unbeliever. The son of the landlord beside the house. He was telling me the story himself. As a time was telling, he was saying an unbeliever. He said, Look, I said, that man they call Adeboy. He said, that one get power. He said, I know be Christian. He said, boy, he said, I've been looking for joy. He said, my life upside down. He said, my father just told me to follow him to that devotion. He said, I just sat there. And the man just waved when it was true, waved at everybody and said that, expect a blessing today. My father will do something for all of you. He said by 4 p.m. he had gotten two invitations for job. He said, he said to his father, I've never seen this kind of thing for one of the companies he applied four years before. What made them to remember him four years after? The same day. And they employed him. He said, look, I know the sad boy said, but make a no tell lie. That's what he was telling me. He said, that day stands, I remember that day. He said, I'm here working now because of that day. Somebody just came and opened heaven upon his head. How far are you willing to go? So when we talk about men, you are impressed. But God wants to do more for you. The day you two go to your friend's house, their problems are being solved because of your presence. Authority. Authority. There was an African country that Bishop Edebo went through. Many of you have heard. 
queen of Ethiopia, whatever they were calling the woman, she used to bathe with human blood. She was in the hotel. Bishop Debo just entered the lobby. She left, she ran to her car, left without her luggage. Left everything there. They came to help her pick her luggage later. She told her peer that I sense a higher power, I have to leave. That if I stay longer, me and this man cannot stay in the same place. Somebody, I'm sorry, I might just go. So she left. And he was not even aware that anything was going on. It happened several with Ketrikuma. There were places he entered. People with spirit just left. Some would just say that their mirror could not see anything again. <laughs> I know if I say this, uh, there are those because they don't like the church or they will say one of them, but I won't mention the name and everything. Go and check very well. I think it was General Sonia Apache. One of the reasons why I wanted to arrest a particular man of God was that the man about sitting on the mat for him told him that superimposing yourself over the nation will not happen until you take out this one. That when this one prays, he undoes everything we are doing with 30 days of not seeing sunlight. Say from his room, he's undoing everything. Send so get rid of him. Send soldiers to arrest him. And the man said in his camp, soldiers came and told him, the guy said that we'll arrest you very soon. And that was when he said, I walk around the entire premises in the night. He said, because when he told you to shoot, soldiers came and said, we are coming to arrest you. And he said, the Lord said, my son, what do you want? He said, daddy, let him go. And I remember he announced publicly that before the end of the and that was it. See, some people are work with God. <laughs> you know, yesterday I was watching Lester Sumra, a bank. They bought a building in Philippines or somewhere in one country and church building and he gave it to a pastor. That one was careless when some things happened. Now, he went, collected a loan from a Chinese bank. 18% interest rate. Without telling the church, they moved the territory to 44%. And the church didn't know. So they were paying. So after a while, they sent a letter that you are far behind. So we are going to take, they did that because they wanted to take over that building. The pastor told us, that someone said, that, take seven of your pastors. He was calling, calling, calling from America. He said, go and stand before the bank and tell the bank that everybody involved in that deal will not live to see it. And the pastor was jittering. When he came, when he entered the bank, he said no Chinese could look at his face. They were looking down. And he told the other, he said that the one million this man borrowed from you, I will give it back to you. Within five days, I will give you one million dollars. All those interests you are conjuring, but you are not getting a dime. He said, pick a paper now and sign that after I give one million, you will now ask for one cobble. And he said, if you do, and you live to see it in one week, God has not called me. He said, go now and have a meeting with your board directors and the red. The man went there. They brought a signed paper. And he got to America in five days. He gave them one million dollars. He said, stay away from my building. He said, God gave us that building. You touch it, you go. Yes. Our bishop told in our neighboring country, Ghana, they pressed the order that they should stop his program on TV. And he said, so I stop your tenure also. When they picked him, and the man came to Nigeria to beg him. They put him on air free. And he said, now you to go back. Ah. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Is somebody with me? You must have heard Duncan Williams' story, which he shared. He was raised by a bishop. But a robot to tell us, one of the two of them came to do a tour in Africa. And because our bishop, this man came to our bishop's Bible school, they raised him. 
So Abishop told Robert or, or T.L. Osborne to go to that church in Ghana. So later, T.L. Osborne got, got his country and he was writing churches that partnered with him and listed Action Church, that's the name of the church in Ghana, as one of the churches. But he put it as Church of God, that, he put it as a church of Idaosa in Ghana. And Dr. Ellen got her. He said, he was a young man, he was very proud. That was the biggest church in Ghana then. He said, no, we are not a branch of Idaosa's church. Yes, my spiritual father, but this is my own church. I built this church. Yes, Idaosa raised me, but this one is not Church of God Mission. It is Action Church. So he wrote on a robot back. He said, excuse me, take out my name from that list. I am not a branch of Idaosa's church. We are an independent church. Our robot took the letter and sent it to Idaosa. So Idaosa saw it. Abishop called Dr. Williams. Ah, now yes, maybe it was a mistake, but then, ah, ah. I pay for your Bibles when you came here. What is this anger about? We all know it's your church and... So Abishaw said, come and see me. He said, I'm not coming. He sent him to him. So Abishaw wrote him a letter that now says, you have grown up and you're of age and I'm no more your spiritual father. I leave you alone. That was what he said. There is a body in Ghana. They have been trying to get him for over 14 years and they could not. The day the letter got to his office, the following day, they saw security all over the company about to it was the white that was kind of said that it is Abishaw. Go, chef, he was asking, and there were no GSM those they told Abishaw was in London. He went to London, bear Mama Idaosa that I must see. Mama, Mama brought him to Papa. Abishaw was just passing that dog. He ran and grabbed his said, Daddy, mercy. And Abishaw, in compassion, looked at the guy. And he said, Satan, whatever is between me and my son is none of your business. Leave him alone. Right there, the wife called the people in this, the same in, in less than three to six hours sent a message from the president that it was a mistaken identity and sent an apology letter to him. He's he, 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 he still alive today, so now Bishop Indiana now. He shook to his bone when he saw that. There are men, see, generation teaching people, independent this one, that one, Iran Ibugwe. There are people that can speak into your life. They will accelerate you. It's not by your effort alone. You need to do your part, but certain men can carry you on eagle's wing. It is true. And if anybody has spiritual authority, respect them. They can fast forward your life for you. It's grace of God given to a mortal man. It is true. It is true. Yeah. Always remember two songs. Ephraim and Manasseh. The father made the second born higher than the first born. Not by their effort, but by Jacob. Jacob just decided. And God recognized the order that Jacob sets. It is true. When you see a man of spiritual authority, when he wants to bless you, take it well. Then your parents also, they have a role to play. It is true. In disagree with your parents, be very careful. You don't agree to all that they say, but you have to just be very careful about it. It's important. Yes. I was just in a place where a very high-profile person who had worked at the highest level of the government was actually telling a young boy that you and your mom, you are always here like, like this. He said, your mom is almost 80. She has a short time left. You better let that woman bless you so her life will be well with you. He said, because I, I said, you are struggling and you are still stubborn. You are your mom's first son. She actually loves you. But you keep clashing with your mom every now and then. When will you humble yourself and let this woman bless you before? And the boy realized, well, thank God for an elderly man in, uh, under a political appointment. He was one that was telling him, 
say, look, let me tell you the truth. Now you are missing this thing. And that there's a short time to correct this thing. If your parents are alive, I'm just also giving you a message. You don't do anything wrong they ask you to do. But in disagreement, they just be careful. Parents are trying to tell you not to do something. They tell you some things that are, a father can just say, I don't want you to marry Igbo. All those things, you have to find a way. So you walk your way into there. If you love someone, say, don't just say, there's nothing you will tell me. <laughs> but there is a way to carefully find a way, try to talk with them. If you pray and talk, they will accept. It's true. Mm. If you draw tears from people's eyes and they bless you, your life shoots up. If you also draw tears from people's eyes and they curse you, when people think it is over for them in life, I actually heard the man of God saying, and I've said if I actually agree with, uh, uh, I mean, he said it in a very powerful way. If people are about going down completely and you help them and in that spirit they bless you, ah, there are things that they themselves cannot call back anymore. It is true. A Christian should not joke with moments like that. You should not. You shouldn't. And you can't just know where to happen. Look at what happened. Same man told, told, told us one day. I mean, you wanted to buy sugar cane and it was just, just went out. And these old Awusa women, they were just there. One day, two hundred bashed again. They they were just they were trying to unwrap their wrapper to bring out a coin. And he said, "Mama, don't worry, all of you, I will pay for you." And he paid. And it, all of them looked at him. Ah, says son, money will look for you. And they prayed and prayed and they left. They might not give you money. That statement. Watch how when people are about to exit this world, their last moment, they always. It's as if there is a contract by God to always grant their wish at that moment. Yes. Is someone blessed this morning? May the Lord bless you and grant us grace to walk in this truth. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church is beyond a religion it is joining god's family and that is done when you believe in christ jesus so i just want to lead you right away now if you are if you want to give your heart to christ just say after me say lord jesus i believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins i accept you as my lord and my savior and from today i belong to you if you have said those words will be late you are born again you are part of god's family right now you can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.